You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we are interviewing someone we never have actually met until she walked right through this door. <laughs> but I'd say we've already know, know so much about one another and we became really, really fast friends. She's all things natural from health to what she puts into her body. She's a mama of two beautiful babies. She's a wife to a cannabis industry leader and a big old plant lover. And she's a fellow cannabis enthusiast and consumer herself. So guys, please welcome Jordan to the Cannabis Hangout. Hi guys. Hi Jordan. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you for taking time out of your day to come chat with us about cannabis and all things. So let's start from the beginning. Where and when was the first time you consumed cannabis? Okay. The first time I ever consumed cannabis was in high school. Okay. In the Brahms parking lot. Yes. <laughs> I think Brahms. I was 16. <laughs> and uh, I used it recreationally for a long, yeah. long time. I feel like high school is definitely like most It's pretty, yeah. Or like it's, or it's super like 12, 13, or it's usually like yeah. around high school. That's but true. I feel like it was like, it was always in my house growing up. Yeah. So it was like kind of a normal thing for me. So when you say it was just in your house growing up, like from siblings? My dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I remember being five, rollerblading in the mm-hmm. garage, listening to my Alanis Morissette. Yeah. And Amazing. Him. I would see his like purple vase outside and be like, why can't we bring that vase inside? And I learned as an adult, like it was his bong. Oh, oh, that's, wow. wow. That's, that's, so cool. that's so cool. You know, I would kill for my dad to smoke <laughs> cannabis, like just to have that relationship. Especially out of a bong. You don't really see old people taking a right? ton of bong rips. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was a bong user, but I didn't know it then. Yeah. Like we didn't really have a relationship with it until I was yeah. older. Right. Huh. Wow, yeah, that's interesting. Like okay, that. so what's your favorite way to consume, Jordan, if you had a go-to way? Gosh, I feel like... There's a whole lot of different seasons for me. It kind of depends yes, on like yes. where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big dabber. Yes. I like to dab. Uh, me too. And I like I like joints too. I like to yeah. smoke joints with Justin a lot. Yeah. So yeah. following that question, what's something you love to do after you smoke? Gosh, what don't I like to do after right? I smoke? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> That's a great like, answer. It's kind of like uh, you know, it's what gets me through my days yes. a lot. It mm-hmm. calms me down. It. I also feel like I'm. A better mother whenever I'm yeah. smoking. It yeah, calms me down and I'm less anxious and less eager to snap at the kids. And Yes. Yeah. So with routines, we Saba and I have them. What would you say? Do you have a cannabis routine or like a ritual that you follow from like when you get up in the morning, like throughout your day, or is it always just different? It's always kind of different. Yeah. But I find myself like the more, like whenever I was working and I wasn't at home a lot, I found myself smoking a lot more. Like I would yeah. literally bring my little honey badger yes. thing like out to the car and I would like rip dabs all day. And that's like <laughs> when I focused best for yeah. a yes. like, yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. 
it helps. I just, I love how it's just so like unique to yeah. everybody yeah. in like, whatever way. Like some people would not be able to do that to work. No, but I, I feel like it too. would be like a blanket over me. Like yeah. it would be like a creative blanket over me. And I'd be like, okay, now I'm warm and comfy and now I can tunnel vision and nobody's going to fuck with me. And like people can be doing whatever yeah. around me, but I can focus on what I need to just That's from exactly. like a dab. That's exactly yeah. how it works for me. Yeah. With anxiety or just like yeah. day-to-day stresses or whatever job you were doing. Mm-hmm. And it would like help me zone out. Like that's like mm-hmm. when I truly think I did my best, my yeah. best work. That's, that's real. crazy. I love to hear it though. I know because everyone's so different. Yeah. So at what point did the switch flip and cannabis was seen more as like healing and medicine versus just like getting high from what okay. you used when you were in high school? That's a really good question. Um, okay. So in 2013, I was diagnosed with melanoma. And had to go, I had to do like some pretty gnarly treatments for it. And they would prescribe me, I think it was Oxycontin for like the pain, to mitigate the pain yeah. and all the things. And I would take the medication and it would make me more sick than the treatments. And mm-hmm. I really started, I switched gears and started using cannabis only and not taking the medicine. And I would find that like, not only would it help with the pain, but it would like also help me eat more and like it would help me sleep at night and I just like totally switched gears and really started like understanding the medicinal properties of it that's cool I love hearing pharmaceutical to cannabis you know and Mm -hmm. like when people recognize that that's not working but then cannabis makes them feel so much better and and it's usually like complete opposite ends of the spectrum from like getting sick to being like oh this is what normal whatever your normal is feels like yes and it like literally helped me function in the day like Whenever I would take the pain medicine, it would it would inebriate me in a way that I was like, mm. I can't do anything. Yeah. Like I feel, I felt awful. Just messed up. Yeah, I yeah. didn't feel like myself. Yeah, yeah. So That's I thought, what to do. Yeah, the mm. cannabis helped a ton. So, wh- how long was your journey with like me- the melanoma and then using cannabis throughout it? That was about a year and a half. Okay, and I got pregnant pretty quickly after okay. that. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is awesome. So with that being said, you have a family and two kids, as Saab mentioned above. What's the dynamic like with cannabis, like in your household, in your family? Like, how do you guys talk about it? And how old are your kids? Like, what does that look like? Okay, so I've got a daughter, Adeline, that's five. Okay. And I've got a son, that's one. He'll be two, like, next month, guys. Oh, my gosh. But we're really open about it. Like, Justin, my husband, works in the industry, and, like, my kids literally go to the pot farms with us. Like they've been going since they were babies. So cool. Like Sullivan spent a really good portion of his like first six months of life at Crows with us. That's, like, that's really cool though. It I is. like, it's I, so fun. when you send us videos of Sullivan yeah. <laughs> picking up pounds, I'm like, yeah, he is. He, he literally mocks everything Justin does and like so smells cute. him and like hands him to people and Aww. stuff. I'm like, you're so freaking cute. I love that though. Cause that's like ultimately bridging the stigma, yeah. the gap. It's mm-hmm. like, if you don't start there, then like, you know, it's, I don't know. It's like yeah. how, like it's with important. my niece and nephew, like my parents, my parents take care of them, but yeah. it's like to them, it's, you know, kind of like a shh or like whatever. See? But like with me, if I like talk to them about it and they're nine and five, they know they know the word cannabis. They know it's my medicine. Mm-hmm. They've seen my dab rig. It's like a cool, yeah. she was like, is this a science experiment? That's <laughs> what so she first asked me. And I was like, I mean, it's kind of something like that, but it's what I use my, that? I was like, I use my medicine with it. It's kind of like, it's cool like glass piece that yeah. you use cannabis with, but they know that like cannabis is medicine and they know it's natural, but like, that's kind of all they know. But I think it's, 
if they're not my own kids, but I know if they were my babies, like I would be doing what mm-hmm. you are doing. And I, yeah. I think that's so admirable. And to it's be so like, important because they are our next generation. Because that's where you stop yeah. the stigma from, yes. like, is, from the bottom up, from the time they're kids like that. And you can teach them a respect around it. Like it doesn't have, like yes. we don't like, I mean, they've definitely, like they've seen me rip a dab before and like mm-hmm. there's no shame in my game. Yeah. Adeline knows it's my medicine. That's how she views it. And we're just really open and honest and respectful. With I it. love that. Yeah. I think when you have boundaries and balance with it, it's like just normal. And yeah, it's just absolutely. like you do with anything. I mean, what's the difference in a kid seeing their mom or dad crack open a beer or pour a glass of wine exactly. and keep mm-hmm. going back to the fridge for more? Yeah. I exactly. mean, you know, really. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. I think about that all the time. And I honestly think about that more. Like when I crack open a bottle of wine, I'm like, I almost feel like more like shameful. Right. Yeah. Like, I, that's yeah. where I feel more shame. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I could see that though, because I feel like what you value. alcohol can yeah. bring out a little bit of a different, not a little bit. I mean, a, a way lot. different side of you and yeah. more emotions and stuff versus cannabis. It makes you feel grounded and like, okay, yeah. these emotions aren't great or I'm feeling rageful or anger or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but like it grounds you and you're like, okay, I feel like this, but like I can work through it. Yeah. Versus I feel like alcohol just kind of numbs the pain. So yeah. I could I could see that a little yeah. bit of like guilt that you feel, especially as a parent, like it can be, I mean, I can only imagine the triggers that you have. You yeah. know, you're like, oh, all over <laughs> you know, all over the <laughs> place. And so what having a kid is, is just yeah. like your Constant triggers. triggers. Constant. <laughs> Working through all of your triggers. <laughs> Little mini me. Mirror, man. She's a mirror. Uh, that's so, we that's were so talking beautiful. about that when you were in the bathroom. We were like, that'd be so cool to have a little mirror. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, except for like, she would do everything that I would do. And I'd be like, oh my God, you're so annoying. Are you me? Is this me? <laughs> That's literally what it's like, like all day. Oh, it's so special though. It, it is. is. I love it. So what are, what's the relationship like with your parents with cannabis and like in-laws? Like, do they look down upon it? Do they just know that's your world or what you do? So I think that, so like my dad, we've, as a teenager, we got, we were really open about it. And it's always been like, you know, like in your party days, like I would like be outside smoking a cigarette or whatever. And he would literally come outside and like stomp the cigarette and be like, <laughs> you can smoke this joint, but I better not see you with the huh. cigarette in your hand. So he's always been That's like cool. super, yeah, yeah, he's always been like super cool about it. My mom is also like, she's literally gotten it from me since, you know, I was in college. That's and so like, cool. it's always <laughs> so this cool. really like been an open conversation yeah. with Justin's family. I think it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they had a stigma around it, you know, like the rest of society. Right. Um, but they know that that's the industry we're in. And uh, they also, like, they've had us get a medibles as of lately. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're, like, they're definitely opening up Easing a little bit more. It, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I yeah. love to hear that. I, I didn't have, I didn't grow up with, like, my parents being that way. Yeah. Or, you know, it was, yeah. it was like, so bad or if still, anything. Like, my dad did it, and I didn't know until I was older. But, like, it was still, like, hush-hush. Like, it was, like, yeah. my mom kind of shamed him for it. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I vividly remembered, like, the vase thing. And, like, my yeah. mom being, like, we're not bringing that inside. Like, that's why I remember it and my Isn't mom that was crazy yes like it, the you know, little like, things you say yeah. that like stick with kids like they're so innocent and mm-hmm. abs- like are. a sponge and absorb everything so they like just yeah, they really, that one yeah. little thing that you saw your mom and dad do that one interaction mm-hmm. and you're how old now I'm 31 then and then yeah. you still remember that from your yeah. childhood like that's why it is so important mm-hmm. <laughs> to like I don't know yeah it's, to be mindful. Be mindful. To be yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mindful and present. Thank you for finishing my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yes. 
Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, Saab, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So we all we have a lot of different types of listeners, and some of those happen to be moms. For those listening who may have some guilt or be shamed for smoking cannabis, do you have any words for them? Do you find cannabis has helped your parenting and patience and creativity and just being present in all aspects? One thousand percent. It's definitely helped me. Like like I said earlier, it's literally a tool I use to like center me and to help with my, you know, like I can, I can be angry and I can snap and right, you're human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I find myself so much calmer and so much more present and like, it almost makes me more playful with them. Like it makes me like want to get on the ground and like build the things with them, (laughs) interact with them in a different way. Whereas like before you're kind of, you know, I'm on edge and I'm a little Mm -hmm. irritable and I'm in my head about my own issues and it just kind of like brings out a different the kid in you. Yeah, it, it really, really does. does. It really does. And I don't it? care how old you are, but everybody wants to go back. You know, that, that little, like, childhood mm. place. Literally. And I find it, like, this sounds so silly, but, like, sometimes I find it hard to be playful or to be, like, creative in a child way. Yes. And I'm in it helps with that. Like, yeah. That's a big, that's a big part of it for me. Yeah. Because, so I cool. mean, children, I mean, I, I can relate to that only because with Harper and Wyatt sometimes when you know we'll be playing and Mm -hmm. like I'll be like they'll be saying stuff in my in my mind as an adult like the world is the world and I see it for what it is but in their mind they're kids like they don't know what the world is like Mm -hmm. it's so imaginative so creative and beautiful and sometimes they'll say stuff and I'm like whoa like I don't know how to respond but then I'll smoke and then I'll come back to what they said and I'm like wow okay I like it just shifts my perspective because I go from like the adult me to like the bringing myself down, not really worrying about the, like all the shit that's on my shoulders and being like, okay, I'm seeing it from a kid perspective. Like, wow, this is so cool. Like I get what you're saying now. So I can, I can imagine that being like such a tool and ally for you, especially being a parent. It really is guys. It's so grounding. That's one thing we love about cannabis always. Yes. So much. So speaking of kids and your family, so you you have you breastfed in the past. You, mm-hmm. you just told us you kind of were weaning off of it. For anyone who doesn't know, Jordan's Instagram <laughs> handle is breast milk baddie, That's which me. we love. Um, do you mind sharing with with us kind of the, your journey with um, breastfeeding and like what the benefits and like how that looked whenever you consumed cannabis too with it? Like after you had, and then we'll ask about during. (laughs) So honestly, for me, it's just something like after I, when I got pregnant, Mm -hmm. I used it for all of the things. Like it's what like got me through. Um, I was really open with my doctor about it. A lot of people, you know, like I think there's a lot of judgments around it a little bit, but like the judgments did not stick for me. I, there's not a lot of studies in the U.S. for cannabis consumption Mm. And, um, like they say, like I have read studies, the ones that have been done that say like, um, 
your babies will be like a low birth weight or whatever. And like my kids were nearly 10 pounds, both of them. And like wow. I'm a tiny girl, that's not, that's yeah. not what it did for me. As far as breastfeeding goes, um, I don't really know. I don't, I couldn't tell you the benefits other yeah. than like the, benefits. the natural. Yeah. The yeah, things that just, it like just, mm-hmm. I will say there are a lot of cannabinoids, like endocannabinoids it, like in your breast milk. Right. And I, it served me the whole time. Yeah. Like it, it was a, and you just have a part healthy of my babies. And I yeah. have very healthy babies. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think that speaks volumes, Jordan. Yeah. Like, really. It like, really does. That's, we've had a few mm-hmm. can of moms on here yeah. and like they have all said the same thing. Like, yeah. my child is in the top percentile of this or that or their yeah. eyes, the clearness or, yeah. you know, all these just yeah. different little things, I feel like. And I feel like I do see a difference in like, babies who you know whose moms have like maybe consumed a little bit through and like they're just chill ass kids like your kids look like chill ass kids and like me she mm-hmm. brought her baby on for a 45 minute podcast her baby literally made one noise the entire the entire time she just sat on her lap and like she for more medical reasons consumed through her entire pregnancy but like yeah. her baby wasn't the top percentile her baby is tova is like killing mm-hmm. it she is like <laughs> excelling so you know and it's it's really cool to hear because all of the studies that have been done with low birth weight I feel like had other the moms had other drugs in their system so they're not really accurate like I feel like all the studies that studies quote-unquote are being done are from real moms like yourself that are actually living it and can speak to it yeah. and their kids are living you know yeah like examples of how cannabis can benefit the body especially since we all already have natural cannabinoids like you said yeah and then like intuitively like it just that's what felt right like it's yeah. not something I ever stopped in my pregnancy or you overthought mm-hmm. you were no. just kind of like no this is natural state for me and yes. I'm gonna continue it because I know this is what's helping me yes it yeah. like helped me through all of the things emotionally and physically mm-hmm. In all of the realms and even like CBD, like in Adeline, like this is whenever I really started learning about CBD. She would wake up in the middle of the night screaming, like before she was even one, probably like seven months old. And I would relieve her like teething pain or her earache or whatever was bothering her with like a little drop of CBD. And it worked like five minutes later. She would. Oh, wow. That's amazing. How would you apply it? I would just give her a little drop of the coconut oil mm-hmm. and it'd be mm-hmm. like a CBD isolate. I didn't do like full spectrum, yeah. mm-hmm. but I would do an isolate and yeah. it worked wonders. Aww, and wow. like all of the teething creams that I make for the babes, like mm-hmm. I put isolate in it and I do cocoa butter and I rub it straight on their gut. And they love, they and probably they love, soothe them so fast. Literally like Sullivan would ask me for like copaiba. Like he'd ask oh. me for it. And they know, like they know what works. And like yeah. Adeline, for example, she had to have a mouth surgery in August and mm-hmm. she's five years old. So she's very present. And for the first time I started giving her Tylenol and Motrin. I would mm-hmm. rotate it because she had like an abscess too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like she was in a lot of pain. And I also gave her like an arnica, like a natural remedy. And then I would give her a little CBD Mm -hmm. and she stopped wanting the type. She was like, I don't want that. Like she wouldn't take that. And she would request the more natural. That's really cool that that it, yes. Okay. That's exactly what I was about to say. To be that young and to be fully aware of the difference of what it's doing to your body. Literally. Like that is so cool. If If my parents, I feel like there's just like things that you like, things that, you grow up with or you know like things that you're exposed to as a kid where you're like grow up like 
being natural and thinking of things like this is not something that I grew up with. Yeah. Or my parents didn't know. And like, you're instilling this in your kids. And for her to be able to say that to you is so fucking cool. I cannot say that enough. That was like one of my biggest aha moments. And I, you know, like, um, sometimes my in-laws would give me a little bit of a hard time about it. You know, like they like, you know, like they buy us a bunch of Tylenol for Christmas or get, you know, for gifts and stuff. And like, I don't know. I would just, um, that was like one of my big moments where I was like, hey, you know, like this just goes to show like the things I'm doing, like how rad is it that you've never had Tylenol and yeah. and those things. And like, we really? have literally resorted to natural everything and like it's worked so well. And their bodies so just long. know that it's going to respond better to it because yes. that's all that their little bodies have known. They're so yeah, pure so anyways. Yeah. It's so fucking cool and beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Just the fact that you take time to like figure out the natural remedies like instead of just like oh here let me just give my kid a Tylenol to shut him up yeah I love it really but really like that it takes a lot of patience but I feel like that also goes back into like you taking time for yourself as a mom and like calming your nervous system down and your anxieties with cannabis and being like okay I'm gonna calm myself down because if I start freaking out about my kid's health then my kid's gonna react off that energy and so you're like let me calm myself let me do my research and then let me feed that into my kid and obviously they're responding so well to that they really do it's a beautiful thing it really is i'd love to hear that it makes me so happy for you thank you great momming (laughs) um so i love hearing how cannabis bonds with their people because i know for me and mine it's been a bond that's connected us since the beginning we connect hard over cannabis it's opened our minds and healed us in so many ways through our seasons of our relationship and lives do you feel like cannabis has played a bonding role for you and your husband and if so how would you say Oh, 100%. Like that's like our, that's our us time together mm-hmm. every evening after the kids go to bed. Aww. And like, that's like as soon as, you know, when we get to go on our little brunch dates yeah. and, you know, hang out without the kiddos, like the first thing we do is. Do you want to smoke? Have a spark of a joy. Yeah. yeah. So cool. like that's like I our, love that. It's like one of our biggest bonding. It's times. like a love language. I feel like, it and really people kind of think that's crazy, but it's really not. I feel no, like really that's is, like though. for me and Nick, as of like the last couple of years, it's like smoking a joint. And when I, if like, it's more so during the summertime, we want to talk about something like serious. It'll be, we're smoking a joint and it'll be on Literally, the water yes. and we're like fishing or something. And I'll be like, Hey, I need to talk to you. And he's like, okay, what? And it's just like, so it's just like a very like love language. Yeah. It really is though. It's an icebreaker without being an icebreaker. Yeah. It's an icebreaker. You know what I mean? it yes. Kind of is. Yeah. If you're like, not that we were a fight, but if it's fight, just smoke about it. Like, okay, well you should probably just go smoke about it. Okay. And then we turn our separate ways, go smoke about it. And then you come back <laughs> and you're like, okay, so what's happening here. Yeah. It's also like something we, uh, like we get crafty together. Like we used to make THC capsules and like decarboxylate the <laughs> weed together and like do what, you know, and like make our own vapes. And like, it's always fun to like play in the kitchen and that is cool. Yeah. But you both are so like, <laughs> love to dive into it. Yeah. He dives right in with me. It honestly surprises me like how, how much he dives in. Really? Yeah. Even with him being in the industry? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just in re- like in regards to everything, yeah. like he really lets me take the reins and be like as natural as That's I That's dope. Be, I love that. Really that. And he's right there with me. It's like, what a great partner. I know. Shout I out mean, to your husband. Really, to, fi- to have someone who is right there with you and supports you with 
all of your natural mindness is so hard to find. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, though. and to like ride for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's hard and I'm really thankful that, that's we, awesome, that we have that. Yeah, I'm happy for you yeah, guys. That's thanks, so, guys. so cool. So let's flip the script a little bit. You you have a green thumb. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> From Plant Love and Mama. Even though you claim, you, you claim to be no expert, I feel like you know so much. So what sparked your joy for like plants and just growing? You know... I don't even know what sparked my joy. I feel like, I swear, like, in a previous life, I did these things. Yes. Like, I was, like, growing herbs and doing herbal remedies and all of the things. Dude, that's hot. That has to be that what is, it is. Like, it's, like, something that has innately been a part of me for as long as I can remember. Like, even back when I was, like, going through the cancer stuff, mm-hmm. I remember being so drawn to, like, the herbal, not just the plant therapy that came with marijuana Mm -hmm. but like also with all of the herbs like all Mm -hmm. of the things and as I've grown in my natural journey I've learned so so much about like food being medicine Mm -hmm. like even just like growing growing the food and growing the plants and like I have a love for all of it like the indoor plants but also the outdoor garden and the produce and then this year we got to do, I did my own like cannabis plants for the first time. Ooh, and like, exciting. I'd strap Sullivan onto me and I would, <laughs> literally, I would strap Come him on, onto me guy. and I would just mix my nutrients in a big trash can mm-hmm. and do my watering and Adeline would come out there and trim with me. And like, That's so dope. we've been doing like her little uh, vegetable garden and like <laughs> sunflowers and stuff for like so the cute. last, like three or the uh, last four years. So it's just really something that's always kind of. And they, yeah, just like your core, and it's like I don't even know what I'm doing, but like you just know intuitively. Like, yes. Yeah, it's like you just like vibe you can't with the explain it. You can't it's explain just like you're just like I feel happening. like I need to do this, and you just Literally, do it. Your your intuition just takes goes. you. Yeah. yeah. So share us share with us a little bit what growing cannabis was like for your first time, and you did it all outdoors, which I think is really so cool. Like we yeah. Sab and I have never done that. Yeah. No. It but seems I, like a. It seems like a like you have to be present probably like a a lot of your days, but I feel like outdoors might be a little bit more like, yeah. especially during the summer, it's climate control. So you don't really have to worry about it as much. We started, so I started like, I grew one plant from seed and that was like, honestly, like my best plant. I think I sent you pictures. Yes, stuff. you like, did. It, it was crazy. Literally went over my fence and it was like, it was incredible. So I didn't do it in any kind of controlled environment at all. Mm-hmm. And like somehow still yielded a shit ton of weed. Amazing. Like, it went really well for us. Like even with all of the storms and stuff, like I would wake up after a storm and be like, I should have used netting. I should have, you know, like, yeah. and I kept telling Justin and he's like, this is your first time. We're not going to keep just throwing money yeah. into this. Like we're going to do it chill and see what happens. Right. And then like maybe next yes. time we'll do. But like, it was just, uh, gosh, it was so much fun. Like that process, just like I would literally race home from work every day mm-hmm. and I would go in the backyard and like <laughs> soak up the sun and do my little routine and so like, cool. it, and like Adeline started like putting the pieces together. Like she would be like, oh my gosh, this is like the pot farm plants. Yeah. Like this is like the medicine at the pot farm. And Very like, she's cool. literally called it the pot farm. <laughs> she was like four pot years farm. old. It's like the cutest thing. Um, yeah, it was literally the most fun journey ever and like such a beautiful patient process Mm. and I feel like plants just kind of like teach you things like they teach you the patience you know you have to cut off all the dead shit and new things grow you have to look at them you have to watch them you have to figure them out but they're also figuring you out and how you're gonna treat them yeah and And I like I I feel like you know we would like talk to the plants you have to though you have to I swear to you it would like it would make a difference yeah like was there 
But you play music? Oh, the whole time. Did you have like a go-to song that you were like, this is what we vibe with? I had a ton of playlists. I would just, whatever music I was feeling that day, I would blast in the backyard and like all of our neighbors knew what we were doing, you know, and they'd be like, when are you going to harvest? When are you going (laughs) to harvest? They were like ready. They're like, will you pass them this way? That's all they care about. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was a really, really fun, beautiful process. So how would you say like growing cannabis has been like in comparison to like fruits and veggies? Like what? growing I don't know like mentally so, or physically I, don't know. I guess like the fruit and veggies I've never grown fruit besides like strawberries okay but like um those are just so so simple yeah. to me like it mm-hmm. was like you you put them in the ground and then they grow yeah I would trim them some and stuff but like the way that I had like uh, attended to the cannabis plants yeah. was like so different so for different. me like it was like yeah. such a more like intentional process and huh. I I guess I just, maybe I cared about it in a different way. Like I really wanted, like, cause I've seen so many strains and like how, like how they can vary and like how they can, you know, ones without noses and ones without, like there were like a lot of things I wanted to hit when I did it. So like. I don't know. It was just a little. That's more cool that you had such a good in. first experience. I had a what really did your good first backyard experience. smell amazing? I can so, only imagine. It really did. I'd oh walk gosh. back there every day and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is heaven." <laughs> going like, into I the like it. going into a grow and like being around mm. plants, like even before they're actually like smokable, is one of the best smells in the world. It There's, really is. It's unlike any smell I've ever smelled, and like every single time, it's like a smell that I want to stick to me all the time. Same. It's unreal. It's so unexplainable. I, I want like a perfume that I can uh-huh. just like spray yeah. the direct. Right? Like an I essential smell oil yes. of like cannabis. I wonder if that's a thing. Well, maybe. I really it. don't think right? it is. Creative, guys. But listen, that or like car air fresheners that actually yes. fucking last and don't like explode in your car. Mm, we're all just like something. Chemicals yeah, Jordan. I know, right? Idea. I know. <laughs> Terps instead. Yeah, Terps. seriously. Yes. Okay, okay, Okay. (laughs) So what's something you took away from growing cannabis that you didn't expect? Gosh, I don't know. I just honestly, like I was really nervous starting it because it was so, such a new journey to me. And I know there's like so much that goes into it, but I guess, um, I think the biggest thing I took out of it was like leaning into my intuition. Like Mm. I remember somebody, so many people had opinions about how to do things at the beginning and I would listen and then I'd be like, gosh, I should have fucking done what I wanted to do because yes. like now look. And mm-hmm. like, I would tell Justin all the time, like mm-hmm. you told me to do it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I should have leaned into my intuition because like I would, it would have looked different. Mm-hmm. So I think like my intuition was a big, a big what a thing. What great answer. Yeah. That, I mean, that's really, really important though, because yeah. I feel like, especially with somebody who has a green thumb, but in all things in life, it's really important to listen to your intuition. Because she's usually always right. It really he. is always right. <laughs> always. In motherhood, <laughs> always. in plants, and all of the yes. ways. It's like, it's always spot It's on. cool that you like found that though, like that reassurance, like mm-hmm. within yeah. the cannabis process. Because you're just like, no, this is, my intuition's here. It's here with these plants, it's just like right. it's here and everywhere else. Damn it. And I should have listened to it. <laughs> I learned the hard way a few times, but I learned. Yes. That's how we learn. That's how yes. we grow. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You said you... Also create full-spectrum CBD bath bombs, which I we've do. seen, like, on Instagram and whatnot. They look amazing. Tell us a little bit about that, what you're doing with it, company, product. Okay, so I don't really know what I'm doing with it. Yeah, that's okay. But it is okay. You know, I'm just kind of, like, going with it. Um, I've always been, like, really crafty in the kitchen with those kind of things. Yeah. Like, making salves and making bombs and making... And it really started with, like, I made the the bombs whenever I was detoxing Adeline 
from her vaccines. Okay. Like the baking soda mm-hmm. and the magnesium yeah. and all of the the detoxing substances that were inside of it. Um, and also the kids love them. Cool. But the CBD bombs have helped so many people with like their pain and inflammation. And it's kind of just been something I've, I, it's kind of just grown and I've perfected the art of it. And I've gotten really good at making them. And of course you have, you know, oh, specific, awesome. like using what? specifics with like different herbs and like putting mm. Arnica into them and like lavender. And, you know, there's just like so many healing healing benefits yes. to Ooh, all need, of the herbs. I need yeah. these. I actually I meant to bring you guys I've some and I raced, raced okay. here. Next time. I know. Okay, yeah. And you don't have a bathtub. I know. I, it's okay. Now she doesn't either. But but I have my dad. Yeah, so we can take turns at your dad's house. You really should I'm literally going to like bring you guys some this week. So <laughs> I will go to a bathtub. I know. I was literally already thinking about hitting up your dad to see if I could use his bathtub. straight up. Because Jordan was like, I'll bring you some bath bombs. You can just find a tub. And I was like, who do I know that has a... Jimbo. You can find a tub, guys. Yes. I could use a septic tank in the backyard. You really could. In the country, be Beth Dutton, you know, with my CBD bombs. Yes. (laughs) But it's also like fun to make salves and stuff. Like I've been playing around with those a little bit. And I don't know. It's all So, wait, do you have like, are you, do you sell them to people? I do a little bit, yeah. Okay. So, if people wanted to like, let's say, buy one or like they're curious, can they do that? Yeah. Okay. So, I just kind of started. A new brand called Willa Flora. Okay. And like that's like mine and Justin's like Willa Flora Enterprises. And then he has like Willa Flora Distribution. And then I want to do like Willa Flora oh. Botanics. Thank you. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. And kind of just like, you know, do my own thing with it. And I don't really know what I'm doing with it, but it's okay. I do have an Instagram. Yeah. And you're you following your totally, intuition. <laughs> yeah. You guys can DM me and I can, yeah, you guys can buy bath bombs. That is awesome. I don't know anyone who's made those. I love like knowing people who do cool shit, like everything you're saying. You're so handy. Aww, and just like you. figure it out. Like you I just know. like take the ownership to just like, Take the time and yeah, grit and patience. to, like, dive in. And, like, you know? I'm just, you're, like, free education all the time. You're always just throwing information at me, and I'm like, oh, my God, I would not have found this any other way. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jordan. That's, like, my problem, though. Like, I have so much to say, and there's, like, so much that goes into everything I do, and I'm like, how do I, like, present this to people? Dude, that is your that... power. That is not your problem. That yeah. is I know. I need power, to, like, you know? I need to hone in on it. I could, like, like see you, like, walking and like, being on a stage in front of a lot of people. And like, talking. Like, talking. Seriously, about, dude. I mean, really. See, yeah, I can't see myself doing that, but... Well, you have a gift. Maybe. Aw, yeah. thank you. Yes. Okay, Jordan, so what can we expect from your garden this year? Like, what are you focused on? Oh, okay. My garden is going to be lit. Guys, <laughs> it's going to be so great. It's... I really want to do... Okay, so my favorite thing is to do... To do it with my kids, you know, like having the whole process done with my kids because yes. it's so exciting for them to be able to walk outside and pick their fruit or pick their produce and Beautiful. then be like, hey, let's go in and make breakfast with our bell peppers and our spinach and our <gasps> That's all so the things. fun. Right? Yes. It really is so fun. So like I'm going to do this year, I intend to do like a few different rounds of cannabis so yes. I can do like... You know, I can perfect that craft a little mm-hmm, and like yes. do different kind of, I want to do some indicas and some sativas yes. and like mix it up a little. And then I want my vegetable garden to be lit and I want to have like vertical salad gardens and I want to have, just want to have all the gardens. Amazing. My kids are going to have like this much space in the backyard to play and the rest is going to be a garden. And I think they'll be okay. With, so I think cool. they'll be okay with that though. I Cause I feel like too. their playground is the garden. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it really is though. It's like a, fun, it's my favorite thing to do with them. I feel like it's like the biggest learning pro, you know, it's, it's just a fun process. 
Yeah. You need to build your own compound, get some land. Let's have like a little community. That's the that, goal though. I mean, That's really. I want to co-op. Oh. And just have a big old co-op community. Yes. I love that so much. I'm yeah. all about it. Wait, Brandon and I, you're talking our love language right mm-hmm. now. Tell mm-hmm. us more. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. I really want chickens. I got like a thing to hatch the eggs and stuff, but we have okay. to like build a coop and like just right. seems like you're a lot. And I'm like, I am a lot and it's okay. <laughs> you signed but, up like, for this. <laughs> you signed up for this. I've always been a lot. Everything I do is a lot. You're welcome. That. <laughs> but that's like, that's the plan eventually. I love that. There's so much going for it. I know. Yeah. So exciting. That is very exciting. So we like to ask everyone this question that comes through, but what's a stigma you would like to personally see change that revolves cannabis? Gosh, I feel like there's just so many stigmas and I'd like to just, I feel like um, for myself personally, I find it super important to make it a a normal thing in my household and in my home. And you're telling that already. Like that's that's a big one for me. And then also like, it's medicine, you know, like I, I, I think people view it as not medicine and they yeah. mm-hmm. kind of have the stigma like it's for partying or it's a drug or it's a, yeah. you know, you know, what's a drug is that Oxycontin or yes. like the fentanyl that's killing thousands of people. Yes, yes, and ma'am. This is not, this right. is a yeah. therapy. It's yeah. Like quit making it like this laughable thing. Like this is, I mean, yeah. yes, cannabis can make you laugh and that's beautiful, but like, you know, it's one of those like head turners of where you're like, actually, this is medicine. Like yeah. I'm not messing around. Like it's not something to like, you know, yeah. create all these like stupid ass myths about like, this is actually working for my life. Yes, yeah, exactly. So like, it's like, I take it seriously. It's kind of like a running joke, you know, like yeah. it's like, it's just not taken seriously for like what it is. And it's, right. it's just a, it's something I'm passionate about. And I think it's really important. It, it is, is very important. I love your passion. Yeah. You're, you're a very All passionate things, person and it yeah. shows. I love passion in people. I, know. I love the passion inside of me. Passion. Yes. I love fierce passion. Well, Jordan, I think this wraps up today's episode. Thank it's you guys combo. so much for having me on. Of it course. was so fun. Thank you so much for being here and sharing a little bit about yourself with us and everyone listening. And thank you to our friends who listened to today's episode. And as always, Brian, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.